Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Republican candidates for governor got together. The Denton's Legislative Conference, 32nd Annual, brought together the five candidates for governor. Talking about, well, governor-type things. And the conversation of getting rid of the state income tax has come up. Now, Suzanne Crouch, Lieutenant Governor, I was in the room in Hamilton County where she said it. She wants to get rid of the state income tax. There are others who will tell you it, this is not as simple of a thing. You can get rid of the state income tax. You're going to create increases in taxes in other places, sales taxes, etc. Et the income tax here is, uh, is it 3.2? And it's scheduled to go down. Is it scheduled to go down to 2.7? Do I have those numbers right? Uh, for, forgive me, I'm going off the top of my head here. I think that's that's accurate. Um, and they're like, we're, we, we've got a fine tax climate here. Let's not mess with this. Others, myself included, say you're better off without a state income tax just for the, 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 the marketability of it. And I'm not 100% sure you need to have massive raises or any raises in sales taxes, etc. I think what we could be looking at and should be looking at is is how we make Indiana uh, a, a even more attractive place for business and the other things. It's the other things that, that matters more. We're pretty attractive for business. We we are are, are pretty attractive. For business, what we need to be more attractive for is people and living. Nashville wins. Knoxville wins. Chattanooga wins. We don't engage enough of our story. And part of the problem is we don't have enough support from, I think, those local governments to do so. Indianapolis failing the people is a bigger story, for example, than what's going on with 11 Park. And 11 Park is going to be a remarkable, remarkable development. Now, full disclosure, I love the Indy 11. I have had many a casual conversation with Saul Ozdemir of Keystone Group, who owns the Indy 11. I don't say no to this. I'll never lie to you. But there's no doubt that 11 Park, where the Diamond Chain building was, right there across from, from Lucas Oil, is going to create an entertainment venue down there. What they've done to the field house, to Gainbridge, resets what downtown looks like. 
The circle, these changes have to come, and I'm sorry, it's not Spark. Spark is cute. Spark is not how you develop the circle. Just as a, as a, as a matter of uh, uh, what I think is, is, is fact. This town continues to vote for people and push people who don't bring the, 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 the type of inspired thinking on the elected level. They rely on what the state has done through Republican control to make it a, a, a palatable place. Could you imagine if Indianapolis actually tried to work with what is clearly working well in the state to make it even better? Could you imagine what is possible? I can. Right now, it seems the city of Indianapolis cannot. Well, this is the way they vote. So I think on a state level, we need to be looking at how we make, how we create policy that gives people the chance to do things regardless of what a city like Indianapolis is doing and force them into the better tomorrow. Yes, they get to ride the coattails. It stinks, right? You, you would rather that they were good partners, but, and I think that involves not just necessarily getting rid of a state income tax, which I would still favor, um, but how we reduce a regulatory burden and how we better sell the opportunity of the lifestyle. Yes, weather matters, sure. But what are we selling? How are we selling it? That matters. And I think that's where we need to spend some of our time. Um, I, I would argue a, a bunch of our time. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Headline, I wonder what you're thinking. Behind those eyes, I can see your beers. The mayor of Boston is a bigot, but we've known this. We knew that Michelle Wu, who has a history of radicalism in terms of progressivism, a, a history of bigotry, we, we, we understood this when she got elected. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. She is having a holiday party. A holiday party for electeds of color, meaning people who are elected who are not white. It was sent to all members of the Boston City Council. And then they sent out a, 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 a makeup email to apologize. They're still doing this. The white counselors were not supposed to receive an invite. They, are have, they, they have six minority members of the Boston City Council, seven white members, and they are actually throwing a holiday party, no white people. Tell me more about how DEI is not racism. I know that Nicole Hannah-Jones is out there screaming and yelling about the attack on Harvard President Claudine Gay. Claudine Gay plagiarized her academic record 
her academic papers. She has a paltry academic record compared to many others in terms of published works. She, by every account, is proof of a diversity hire because there are real qualified women out there and black women out there who could run Harvard University, but she's not one of them. She's getting defended left and right, though, because you just don't like the fact that a black woman's running Harvard. I didn't know her name until she got in front of a congressional committee and decided to say that calling for genocide of Jews was peachy freaking keen. Don't get angry with me. Get angry with yourselves for not having a standard. You knew she didn't have the the, the qualifications. You knew that she was a failure when she was a dean of faculty. I believe it was a dean of faculty. She has thrown out students from Harvard for plagiarism, something she did, except she didn't, those students, those poor, stupid students, didn't have the luxury of having a board at Harvard sending out a letter to faculty and, and, and students saying, she didn't plagiarize, it's all fine, it's all within our, our guidelines, it's good, it's not good. Even the students who run the Harvard Crimson, the newspaper, know that it's not good. I want to see a look at everybody's record. I can't tell you about the academic record of Pam Witten at IU or Meng Chang uh, at, at, uh, at, at Purdue or Jeffrey Mearns at Ball State. Let's learn. Danko at, at, at Butler. Let's learn. Let's make sure. These are our universities, right? The vaunted universities. They get state money. We're all supposed to respect them. They're so very important to our growth. And by the way, they are. Could we at least ask a question or two about how they run things and whether or not the people running them are of any actual value? We might find that they are. And we'll say, hot damn, good pick. But Claudine Gay is not a good pick. This is DEI at play. Diversity, equity, inclusion is about bigotry, a cudgel to be used in the right hand and a shield to be held in the left. You threw and want to throw a holiday party? White's not invited? What's the difference between Michelle Wu and the KKK? The answer is nothing. Get her her sheets. There's no difference between Michelle Wu and the KKK. No whites, all whites. We're gonna, we're really gonna be splitting hairs on this one. Bigotry is bigotry is bigotry, isn't it? If love is love is love, bigotry is bigotry is bigotry. What are we doing? We're watching it happen. They are. It, it, Michelle Wu has has no reason to uh, 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 apologize. She, why, why? What's gonna happen? The people of Boston, the bigots of Boston, that's right, bigots of Boston are going to elect her again. What? What what is not hard to see here? If you have a, a, a number of registrations that have Democrat plus 10 or whatever it is in Boston, these people have nothing to worry about. Zero. Doesn't matter what kind of bigots they are, except they'll get, you know, um, you know, they'll, they'll get applause. Oh, they're so brave. Oh, they're standing up. Standing up for what? This is progressives, nay Marxist, thrilled with the destruction of society.
their acceptable bigotry on display. I don't know why anybody would accept this stuff. I don't know why anybody would accept it. Michelle Wu is as much of a bigot as Nicole Hannah-Jones from the 1619 Project claiming that somehow we're all terrible for noticing how bad Claudine Gay of Harvard is. She's, she lied. She's a plagiarist. And is super cool with genocide. While the mayor of Boston is like, uh, no white people welcome. Progressives in 2023, man. Don't let that happen to your kids. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, that's me, by the way. 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Fill up on the news. Brought to you. By Absolute Wealth Management, LLC. That's that's their name right there. Uh, Absolute Wealth Retirement Planning Show, Sundays, 9 a.m. on WIBC, WIBC.com. Dow futures up 95, NASDAQ futures up 53. Yesterday, the Dow up over 500 because the Fed said, we're not raising rates, and we're thinking of three reductions in 2024, and people went crazy. I'll believe it when I see it. And it's, it's not that I don't want to see it. Oh, I desperately want to see it. What I'm saying is, I don't believe it. The talk is just the talk. The European Central Bank has now decided to hold their rates. Of course, Europe is in recession. Now, this was... This was expected. There has been a reduction, uh, as they call it, in inflation in Europe because of they're in the recession, which we would consider hard landing recession, bringing that, that, that down. But they're not saying, specifically, at least that, I, that I've read, that they're expecting any rate declines. As a matter of fact, uh, the European Central Bank head, Christine Lagarde, has insisted it's too early to think about cuts. At least that's the reporting. Now, here's where it gets nutty. This is the number that we've been watching, and I don't understand this at all. Retail sales in November up 0.3%. Declines is what we've been discussing. That's where the market was heading. This is what the reports were showing. I'm watching this holiday season. We're going to see holiday sales up? That's... People spending no matter what? That things are more expensive, they're still spending? I listen to people. I watch people. I speak anecdotally to businesses. I'm sharing this concept, these conversations everywhere. Nobody feels good. But the numbers keep saying that, that it's good. Except the CPI number said inflation went up, but the wholesale number said inflation stayed flat. Stayed flat, And now the retail sales are up? Well, is that actual sales up or the things cost more the things are up? And are people not paying attention to uh, the rise of prices? They don't care? 
does this play into the doomsday spending conversation, which is, well, things suck, and I just don't want to feel sucky, so screw it, I'm buying everything under the sun, and I'm going to put it on a credit card, which, by the way, is $1.08 trillion worth of debt in the third quarter. I'll put it on the card. If the card gets canceled, I don't care. I own the things, and they make me feel happy and pretty. I'm telling you, none of it makes sense. The indicators, to me, a layman. They don't look like things are great. The average monthly home payment is $3,300. A rental is $2,000. It's cheaper to rent, better to rent than to buy. Credit card debt is over a trillion dollars. And you're going to tell me everything's fine and getting better? I don't know how to square that circle. I want it to be better. These numbers make no sense to me. And if, if you'll excuse me, I think I'm going to keep my, my powder dry, look for smart investments, and not buy into the idea that it's all just fine. I would appreciate, I would love, I would adore all fine. You tell me you're going to see three rate reductions in the U.S. in 2024? I'll believe it when I see it. The world is crazy. But we don't have to be. We do not have to be. That's why we do the TK Thursday music moment presented by Kill a Dent, killadentremoval.com. They do the paintless auto dent and hail removal, uh, the, the door dings, the mobile dent repair, everything. Killadentremoval.com. That's who you want to call. They'll come out to you. They'll take care of everything. You got a classic. You got a sports car. It's, it's, it's the family truckster. It's the minivan. It's your car. You want it to look good. Killadentremoval.com. They will take care of it. Your sponsor for the TK, Tony Katz. That's me. Thursday music moment. We got to take a moment. Got to take a breath. Got to take a beat. The world is crazy. We do not have to be. And so what we have to do is make sure that we take a moment just to be calm, just to take it easy, get some good tunes going, roll down the windows in the car, maybe open up a door uh, in the house and step outside. Whether you're in the the office, you just need a a break early in the morning. We got you. We got you, and we went to 1969 to do it. From the album, Completely Well, People, We're just making it as easy as we can. B.B. King. The thrill is gone. Turn up the volume. Enjoy. Relax. It's going to be okay. You know you've done me 
told you it's going to be okay. The TK Thursday Music Moment. Get the full playlist over there at WIBC.com. Matt Bear has traffic. So this just breaking from the Indiana Pacers, George McGinnis has passed away. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning, passing away early this morning. He was 73, Mr. Basketball in the state of Indiana, 1969. He, of course, in the Naismith Hall of, of Fame, as is reported... Um, I was not aware uh, of this. This is from uh, NBA.com slash Pacers. Uh, Complications from cardiac arrest suffered at his home last week. Uh, You know, it's it's one of those things where you in I I try very hard to connect with a lot of, of Indiana history especially as it relates to these things, to these sports things. But as we discussed in the passing of Bobby Knight, I have no way of connecting to that. I have no way of understanding what it was like to have lived in Indiana and to have experienced those years and what it meant to Indiana as a, as a very concept of, of, of belonging, of togetherness, of, of identity, if you will. That this is a guy who needed no introduction and and you didn't have to say much, and everybody knew what was happening, what was talking about, and what they were talking about. I have no way of of um, being able to connect with McGinnis and 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 this city. Going back uh, to uh, the high school team that won the '69 state championship, he led the Big Ten in in in, in scoring and rebounding as a sophomore at at, at IU. Get he was there for two of the ABA uh, championships, co-most valuable player with Julius Irving in the seventy four seventy five season, closing out his uh, uh, career here with uh, the 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 Pacers. He is one of four Pacers: Roger Brown, Mel Daniels, Reggie Miller being the others to have his jersey retired. All I can do is share with you the stats. I can't. I, I I don't have um, the ability to connect to the feeling. I just, I, I wish I could. I wish I could give you that. Um, but man, oh man, the statement from the Simon family and Pacer Sports and Entertainment, quote, from his All-State high school days to his time as an IU All-American and, of course, to his legendary ABA championship runs with the Pacers, George McGinnis shaped so many of the fondest basketball memories for generations of Hoosiers. He was the very definition of an Indiana basketball legend, a champion, and Hall of Fame athlete. But he was more than that. George was family, a passionate advocate for his fellow ABA players, and a present smiling face around the franchise. George has been as synonymous with our Pacers franchise as anyone. He'll be greatly missed, and all of us at Pacer Sports and Entertainment will keep George and his family in our prayers. 
I assume uh, that will be the same for Hoosiers as well. I'll catch you guys at noon on Tony Katz today.